2: Welcome
1: to Breaking Beauty,
2: the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins.
1: Hey friends, welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast. It's Jill and Carlene here. You probably know our voices by now, but in case you don't, I'm Jill. And I'm Carlene.
2: And Jill, I know we have a lot to get to in today's episode, but I need to we need to pause and just say a huge thank you to our beauty pod fam for accepting our review challenge. So in case you missed it, we made a call out for our lovely listeners because we were curious if there were any Jill's and carlines out there. I had my doubts we would find any Carlene's, but indeed, Carlene with an I responded as well as the Cynthia out there, which is my middle name. So hello and thank you for stopping to drop us a line. I loved it.
1: I couldn't stop smiling when I was reading them. One person titled their review, Jill's and Carlene's, oh my. And she went on to say, my best friend's name is Jillian Marie. Does that count? And it absolutely does because I'm Jill Marie. And another person said, P.S. My name is Jill Cynthia. So I had to leave a review after that last episode. So that's like a mashup of my first name and your middle name, Carlene. So lots of new friends out there.
2: Well, at the risk of beating a dead horse, I would (laughs) like to keep it going. I'm going to say if there are any Higgins out there or Dunn being our last Mm -hmm. names, it's your turn. Drop us a line. (laughs) Leave us a review in Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to follow us. Or anybody, anybody out there can drop us a line, but especially the Higginses and the Dunns.
1: Oh, you know, we don't discriminate. We'll take all the reviews. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I just want to acknowledge that we probably have some new friends joining us that heard us over on our pod swap last week. We were on Add to Cart with Suchin and Kulop. Congratulations to Kulop. I know she's expecting, which is so exciting, her and her husband. And we didn't know that at the time that we spoke to them, but I'm just so happy. She's wonderful. And if you are joining us after that chat, as a refresher, we're Jill and Carleen, two former magazine beauty editors turned podcasters. Yeah, we're
2: here every single Wednesday sharing what's good in the world of beauty from new product drops. We always do reviews once a month. They're called the damn goods. We also tell the little known stories behind best selling or iconic products in beauty, oftentimes straight from the founders themselves. Like Tracy Ellis Ross, just gonna, mm-hmm. you know, name drop, name drop, who was on our show a couple of weeks ago, still riding a high from that one. A high note, if you will. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. But um uh, a, a little bad movie. joke there. But honestly, Carlene, I think the type of interview that we're doing today, overall, these are my favorite types of interviews because we kind of get to nerd out. And I always learn so much. We're so fortunate to sit down with the best in the biz in terms of hair, makeup and skin pros on a regular basis. I mean, stealing time with these people is Mm -hmm. really a challenge because they have a mile long roster of clients that are keeping them busy 24 seven. So the fact that these people carve out 60 minutes to talk to us, I'm always grateful. Yeah, absolutely. So on that
2: note, today's guest is Candace Marino, better known as the LA facialist. We caught up with her on her home turf when we were in LA. Candace has been a medical esthetician for over a decade. She's developed these special techniques she uses on her highly discerning celebrity clientele, Dove Cameron, Courtney Kardashian, Miranda Kerr, Tons of influencers. They all go to Candace to look snatched and glowy. And she also does education for fellow estheticians. Yeah. Jill, you like turned me on to her. So how did you discover her?
1: Candace has a spa in Beverly Hills, Carlene, and she's actually expanding her location in 2023. So more on that soon. But I first discovered her on Instagram via her hashtag Radiant AF. And I thought, ooh, that's good. Like I want to be Radiant AF, especially going into the winter. So in that spirit, our topic today is hashtag Radiant AF Skin, the top 10 ways to guarantee your glow with the LA Facialist.
2: Yeah, glowing from the neck up. Heck yes. So we cover a lot of ground. Candice shares her best tips for facial massage, what products and tools she uses to get the best results. Plus, she shares the one neck cream she uses. She swears it makes her clients' necks look ageless. And I always thought that neck creams were a scam. So I was like highly tuned in when she was talking about that product. She also talks about an exfoliation product that she's used for like a decade. She swears it's like a red carpet facial in a jar. And finally, this was juicy. Jill and Candace kind of face off over a beloved vitamin C serum that Jill talks about all the time that, frankly, Candace thinks is past its prime. I hope I didn't spoil the surprise, but honestly, you guys need to hear this little bit of drama.
1: Yeah. And you know what? I'd like to know who's team vitamin C that I talked about and uh-huh. who's, who's team Jill and who's team Candace. I won't be yep. offended if you're team Candace. Maybe that would be fun if you weigh in with a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell us if you agree with Candace or if you agree with me. So this will be fun. And I just loved <laughs> that. You know, she's got she's got receipts, you know, like she's using product every day, like you said. So she knows what's up. And she also explains why triple cleansing beats double cleansing in her books, which I thought was really interesting. And she also explains why she personally wears three different types of sunscreen every single day. And she gives us some real talk about the overhyped products And the overhyped tips that she thinks don't really make that big of a difference in your skin. Friendly reminder that every single product that Candace mentions, we'll link to it over on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com because she talks about a lot of stuff that we've never really talked about on the show before. You know, we were taking notes.
2: Yeah, love a back bar recommendation. So here she is. Welcome, Candace.
1: grateful that Clinique is supporting our show this week. So a couple of days ago, I stepped off of a flight And sure enough, like clockwork, I wake up this morning 48 hours later and I have a little crop of zits on my chin. I mean, it happens every single time I fly, I swear. And I mean, it's bad enough when you get a pimple, but the little souvenirs that they leave behind are just so unfair. And personally, I find when you do have post breakout hyperpigmentation like me, or if you have dark spots, it often can feel like a vicious cycle. As soon as one fades, another pops up. But you can break the cycle with the Clinique, even better clinical dark spot interrupter. So this powerful serum works on melanin-rich to fair skin tones, and it helps visibly correct dark spots such as acne marks while protecting from future discoloration. So there's a couple of key ingredients in the formula, like the CL302 brightening complex with vitamin C and salicylic acid to help correct existing dark spots. And there's also the interrupter complex with green tea and rice bran extract to help prevent the look of future dark spots. And I really trust Clinique because I know that they have the really efficacious formulas, but they're dermatologists developed, they're oil-free, they're non-comedogenic, and they're safe for sensitive skin types. And the great part is you don't have to wait a long time to see results. In a test of more than 500 women with various skin tones, they reported in just seven days, 84% said that their skin looked more radiant and 93% said that their skin felt soothed and more calm. So get Clinique even better clinical dark spot interrupter this holiday season. It's available at Clinique.com. Once again, you can check out the even better clinical dark spot interrupter this holiday season available at Clinique.com. We'll link to this product in our show notes and on our website. Now onto the
0: show. Are you looking for some good, clean positivity? Good. Me neither. I'm Maddie Murphy, and I host The Bad Broadcast, a weekly comedy podcast dedicated to talking about everything we love to hate. I searched my whole life to find my passion. Little did I know I had been practicing my true talent every single day, complaining, complaining, Join me every Monday wherever you listen to podcasts. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Bad Broadcast to answer our weekly questions and for a chance to be featured on the show. See you there.
2: So <laughs> let's talk about your hashtag RadiantAF mm-hmm. looks. This is sort of how you're known in Hollywood circles. Tell us how you kind of got into becoming an aesthetician and like got popular with all these big names because, you know they don't just trust their face to anyone.
0: Right. So I started in the industry when I was 18, like right out of high school, I knew I wanted to be in beauty. And I was that kid that every single person in middle school, like their first zit was popped by me. Like I was (laughs) just, (laughs) and are weird. We're freaks. So I knew that I was all about it. You know, my idea of playing was like having friends over and like making masks and playing spa. So I just knew I wanted to do it. And then my mom influenced me. She was very proactive about skincare. I always watched her going to get facials. She started to bring me when I was a teenager. So it just, I knew I was passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I've worked in all arenas of skincare. I mean, I started in a hotel spa. I worked in wellness centers, dermatology, plastic surgery centers. And then I was able to work for a woman named Olga Lorenzen. She had a place called Kinara here in West Hollywood, like right down the street on Robertson. And I worked for her and she really took me under her wing. And I guess like my big break was she went out of town and Halle Berry needed a facial and she was like, "Candace is my next in line. Go see, go see Candace." So she came to me and it was just so great because, you know, I feel like there's so much competition and and yeah. especially sometimes in beauty or in, in industries where it's a lot of women, it it seems as though a lot of people want to compete and they don't, they get threatened by the next Mm -hmm. person in line. Mm -hmm. But Olga was like, no, like, I want to watch you thrive. This is an opportunity. I I trust you, which was amazing. And so she was the first one to let me work on a celebrity. And then it kept following. And that's kind of where the first like big thing happened for me. And then... I think just through wanting to nurture those client relationships, like word of mouth is obviously huge. For sure. And then, then came Instagram. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I recognize Olga's name. Did she used to work on Jennifer Aniston too? I mean, or she's- Or Kanara Spav. Rings a bell, for sure. She's touched everyone's face in yeah. this town. And then she has her own skincare line called right. Olga Lorenzen. And yeah. she has a product called the Red Carpet Peel. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you haven't tried it, no, I haven't. okay, well- After she hears this, she'll send you one. It's it's amazing. I still to this day use it in my treatment room. So it's been great to have her as a mentor. Yeah.
1: Okay. I need to ask about this oxygen dome that's in your spa because I was looking at pictures of your spa. Maybe next time we'll come and see you in your spa setting. So what is it and what are the benefits to help you look radiant? Because it's like maybe you can describe it because we're on podcast. Sure. Yeah.
0: Okay. So it's like. It's a dome. For me, when I first saw it, it's like it feels like astronaut, outer spacey vibes. Yeah, it so, looks like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and once you're in there, have you been in a hyperbaric oxygen chamber? Before? No, but I want to.
1: Okay, I've seen when Mark Jacobs posted a picture of him and one after his facelift.
0: Right. Okay, so it's similar. <laughs> so it's kind of like hyperbaric for your head, and of oh. course, it's not like you know, medical grade because hyperbaric is like a whole thing on mm-hmm. its own. But it's basically concentrating oxygen and it's putting you in this environment of an oxygenated state. And there's so many great benefits like anti-inflammatory properties. It's very calming, soothing For me, I like to do it post extraction because I find that it really takes the skin like from angry to chill. So you can use masks with it. There's plenty of different things that you can combine. I like to throw my red light on too at the same time, which makes it feel very relaxing. But overall, it's just like calming, antibacterial, soothing, Mm. you know. Yeah. And the clients love it. It feels really good. You got to come in. And you don't get claustrophobic
2: in that little dome.
0: Well, some people do. Yeah. So but you gotta
2: you gotta tell
0: you gotta use your voice, people. Right. If this is you, yeah. speak up. And it's clear so they can see out. Yeah. And it's it's pretty big. Like it's not like the the pieces yes, right hovering over your that's face. That's true. Yeah. It's not
2: like tight to your head like a helmet. Right. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> We definitely want to talk to you about some habits and tricks that people can use at home to get radiant AF skin. So starting with cleansing, we noticed that you do like a triple cleansing technique. And Mm -hmm. I think most of our listeners for sure will have heard of the double cleanse. So tell us what that is. Do you recommend it for everyone or just certain Mm -hmm. skin types?
0: Sure. So the triple cleanse was born when I was having clients come in like first thing in the morning for a facial 9 or 10 a.m. And I'm washing their face, you know, that's the first step of the treatment. And I'm like, did you wash your face last night? And they're like, yeah, I double cleanse. And I'm like, all right, girl, well, you have makeup behind your ears. And there's like a layer of crust (laughs) under the jaw. And it's, you know, your your face actually isn't clean. Right. And so I was like, all right, if people are double cleansing, what's going wrong? Because I've been there before. You know, if you have like a full beat of makeup and you just wash twice, it doesn't come off. So I said, all right, maybe we need to take it a step further. So the triple cleanse is first a makeup removing step. So if you're not a makeup wearer, you don't have to do this. Right. Or if you're a minimal makeup wearer, you might not even have yeah. to do this. But the first step is like an oil-based cleanse. So I love oil cleansers because they really thoroughly break down makeup. They wipe everything clean because then you can go in with your f- like first actual cleanser. Yeah. And really clean the skin. Makeup removal is like a whole separate thing. So that's step one. Step two, I would recommend just like a gentle gel-based cleanser, foaming cream, whatever your preference is. And then the step three is like a treatment-based cleanser. So something mildly exfoliating, maybe some acids in there, maybe enzymes, but something that's like a little bit like more of a treatment-based step. Yeah. So really, it's it's a double cleanse with a makeup-removing cleanser in the beginning. Yeah, That's, that's it. Got it.
1: So you're really not overdoing it then. It's just being more thorough. Yes. So exfoliation is really one of those tricky things in skincare. Like I personally feel like I can never find that balance. I'm either really going to town on exfoliation or I've like made everything red and angry and I need to like back off of it. So what do you think most people get wrong about exfoliation? Because I'm sure you've seen it all.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, first and foremost, there's so many forms of exfoliation, right? And I feel like there's a lot of products in the market. And so people get very confused It's hard because yes, you should be using serums and things like as your treatment step in the evening that would have exfoliation properties. So I think a big misconception is like if I'm using a retinol, I don't have to exfoliate like Mm -hmm. the retinol and like the acid-based serums. Those are like your treatment exfoliants, but then you should be doing like an actual exfoliating ritual like maybe two, three times a week, depending on your skin type. Mm -hmm. So there's chemical forms of exfoliation, which break down the chains of cellular debris. So that would be like a peel pad or Mm -hmm. something with chemicals in it, right? Enzymatic is, I like to think of it as like Pac-Man. It's like little munchers. They like eat away the dead surface debris, but don't impact live cells. Mm -hmm. So you're only going to get rid of surface debris. And in my opinion, that's the best for people who are most sensitive because you're really not going to overdo it too much with enzymes. And then the third, of course, is mechanical exfoliation or physical exfoliation, which is like a scrub. So it's kind of about figuring out, you know, what's best for you and your skin type and condition. But I think what people don't understand is that exfoliation is the key to hydration. And when people are seriously dry, they're like, I don't want to scrub. I don't want to exfoliate because it's going to make me drier. So when you are super dry and you don't exfoliate, when you put your moisturizers and your serums on it's actually creating like a thick glue-like layer and it's thickening the outermost layer of the skin and it's preventing those ingredients from penetrating. So you're actually just creating more dead skin. You're never actually getting those products to the area to actually hydrate you. So you're working in reverse. So exfoliation has to be done. It is the key to hydration and it's the key to having a balanced skin. And that's what means like healthy, beautiful skin.
1: I read that your specific approach that exfoliating masks with enzymes, because I think a lot of people think of exfoliators as like the scrubs you put on, you work Mm -hmm. it into the skin and then you take it off. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But talk to us about exfoliating masks. because I understand you do that.
0: Yeah. So again, there's a couple different types of exfoliating Mm -hmm. masks. There's ones that will be chemical exfoliating masks. And then there's, of course, the enzymatic ones. I like both. Obviously, with chemicals, you need to be aware of the time on tissue because if you overdo it and the product isn't self-neutralizing, then maybe you'll go too far and peel your skin, which isn't the end of the world, but maybe not ideal for every scenario. With enzymatic masks, most of them are just very gentle because they're just getting rid of that cellular debris that's built up on the yeah. outside of the skin and it won't impact a peel process. Like mm-hmm. it's not going to change the cells that are not dead, right? right? One of my favorites, it's called the Jan Marini Skinzyme Mask. This mask, I literally use it. I can almost use it every single day because it is so gentle oh, and yeah. it gives you that polished glow without impacting the the rest of the live cell. So it's just getting rid of any dead buildup. And it's really nice to just keep the skin happy and bright. So that's a favorite.
1: I feel like that Mm. brand's a throwback brand. Yeah. Jan Marini, like I remember, like OG, yeah, like facialists would use that. She's for, right? an
0: icon. Yeah, and I I sell and I love. I really love the product. It's very results oriented. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: What about
2: discoloration, melasma? I'm sure you have a lot of clients who come in and they're like, "I just need to get that glow." What is the biggest difference maker in dealing with that? If you're at home,
0: so melasma is a beast, and I have melasma, so I can speak mm. to this with like expertise and like personal experience. So melasma, three triggers are sun, heat, and hormones. And so we can't really impact all of those. Like we don't get to decide like what the weather is. We don't, Mm. you know, the climate. And then of course hormones can go out of control and that sucks. I guess the best thing to do if you have melasma or any form of discoloration, sunscreen is a non-negotiable. You have to be wearing it every single day because most of the products that are going to help you lighten and brighten the skin would make you more photosensitive. Mm. I also tell people, you know, if you're out and about and you're like a very active person and you have melasma or discoloration, Mm -hmm. hats, sunglasses, like those are also things you need to be wearing when you're out, especially in places like this. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of sun here. Yeah. And then to be on a vitamin C or some form of an antioxidant serum, super important. I always explain antioxidant serum is like the extra layer of defense, right? Like you're obviously still wearing your sunscreen, but what is protecting the cells? What is coating and holding on to the cells Mm -hmm. and protecting it from the free radical damage? Yeah. So that's really important. And then I always obviously want to recommend pigment inhibiting ingredients Mm -hmm. outside of the vitamin C. So like kojic acid is a great one, Mm -hmm. um, for example. And then we want to be doing something to enhance exfoliation. Mm -hmm. So we want to be lifting that pigment from the deeper layers of the cells at the same time. So it's a it's a beast when you have these pigment disorders because you can get it to the right place. And then all of a sudden hormone fluctuations happen, or you maybe were doing hot yoga and you didn't realize that that's a trigger or you got a little too much sun. So it's difficult. And what I tell people is melasma specifically is a lifelong battle. There's no cure for it. It's mm-hmm. how you manage it. So it's really a lifestyle of doing the things to suppress the pigment production and then also continuously protecting the skin.
2: We wanted to ask you about some of your massage techniques mm-hmm. that you use. And there's something that involves a neck massage. And I we understand that th- there's like a theory behind this and how it actually affects
0: your,
1: you look. your face.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us about that. Okay. So I suffer from chronic neck pain and mm-hmm. it's debilitating. I don't know if you guys have ever had neck issues, but it's like it feels like you don't know where to put your head. It's like, there's nowhere comfortable for it. And like so many times I've been in such like a crisis with the neck. I'm just like, I want to cut my head off because it just, it impacts every, like everything that you do. So I realized in the middle of one of these issues with my neck, I'm like, why does my face look scrunched? Like the whole Mm -hmm. left side, and it's usually on the left side that I have the neck pain, Mm -hmm. everything was pulled down. Like I had like, you know, a jowl. I had like, you know, the whole thing. And so I'm like, okay, well, if all of the muscles are connected, right, all of this relates, then if I'm working on the neck, maybe it'll impact how my face looks. So I just started like working with a massage therapist and working on the, on all of this and I'm touching it right now and it's mm-hmm. hard as a rock. Oh. So I realized that through the massage and then from like even doing it on my own, like scraping with a gua sha and all oh, of okay. that, yeah. it just softening and like my face coming back to life. Like relaxed, your face relaxed. Exactly. Kind of. Okay. Because if you think about yourselves, like when you have tension yeah. or if you're crying or upset, like we scrunch our faces. I have Botox, so mine probably does <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if mine is reacting like that, but you know what I mean? Like your your eyes get heavy. Like mm-hmm. it, it does impact like how we hold our shoulders mm-hmm. and our posture and the stress and the weight that we carry. It does impact how our faces look. And so I just, it was like a moment of exploration with with myself practicing on myself, like massaging it and seeing everything kind of lift and open up again. Mm-hmm. So I made it a point, and I really truly believe that, like, our faces, when you go in for a facial, they should be treating your neck, your chest, the whole bit, all of it. And so by working on my clients' necks, I've noticed everything become brighter, more awake, more open. And mm. that's kind of how it started. Yeah. Massage is really for me. I mean, I've had hundreds of facials, maybe even thousands. Like, I'm a junkie, yeah. and I've been doing it for almost. 17 years now. So I've had a lot of facials. And what I realized is that people just like, they pet you. Hmm. I'm like, don't touch me with a limp, anything. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I want to touch with intention, right? So I just realized that people actually want the massage and nobody's giving it. And of course, when I was in esthetician school forever ago, they told us to only touch the face with your ring and middle finger. So a massage would be like this.
1: Mm, That doesn't feel
0: good. Right. So I'm like, I'm going to get in there. I'm going to like, actually learned a massage. And I just did it self-taught by touching as many people as I could. Everyone that I know has been massaged by me. And it's really, I think when you're a facialist, it's like another layer of like intuition, right? Like Mm -hmm. your, your hands flow and they feel the tension and I feel like no two facial massages I've done are ever the same because everyone's face is so different Mm -hmm. and I'm just flowing and feeling and it's, I love it. And it's like the biggest part of my treatment. And I think it's what set me apart and has helped me retain clients.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sounds amazing. I love a facial.
0: Who would say no to that? I know. Oh my God. I
2: love it when I fall asleep in a facial. Like, (laughs) And you get that relaxing massage at the same time. It's so great. Yeah. so
1: great. Now, what about, how does facial massage factor into like a lasting glow? Because I think that's the thing when I go for a facial, my mom was like, damn, like it looks so good. And it's like, you want to keep that glow going though at home, right? And sometimes I feel like the massage, I'm just not as good at it with the facial massage. Plus I'm oily skin and I have been told that I shouldn't do too much massage because it kind of can like, activate almost like bacteria that's underneath and it might break out. Mm-hmm. so what's your sort of tips for massage at home for your face?
0: Sure. So I believe that massage and the reason why you leave a facial with such a glow is because we've created so much circulation, right? Mm-hmm. So when you do that, you're bringing oxygen-rich blood cells to that area and you're just, it's its energy, right? And we're right. creating circulation. So you're getting that glow from within because your skin is in a more oxygenated state, And then, of course, with different manipulations, you can sculpt and lift. And so we're just like we're focusing on something. And because of that, we're getting the glow for at home. I don't know if I necessarily believe that oily skin shouldn't be massaged. I think it's probably more so to do with the type of products you're using and how you treat the skin after. So, if you're super oily and acne prone, it might not be in your best interest to use something really heavy or occlusive to massage and then yeah. not wash it off. Yeah. I mean, every single client that comes into me gets a thorough facial massage. And I've never had anybody be like, oh, my gosh, my skin broke out after right. that facial. But it's because of how I post-treat. Mm-hmm. Of course, if someone had very vulgar active acne, that's not a good idea because then maybe you're spreading some bacteria yeah. under the skin.
1: Totally. And then,
0: of course, you're not going to massage on open skin, skin that was just lasered, peeled, right. or, of course, open with inflamed, aggressive acne. Mm-hmm. But if you're just oily, I don't think you yeah. need to worry about it.
1: Yeah. I always see those like gorgeous girls on Instagram using face oils and the gouache on. I'm like, I just don't, I feel like putting oil on my face to do that. (laughs) It's just like, I, it's that thing. It's like in your head that you shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Is there another type of
0: product that you like for facial massage? There are oils that are actually really good for people who are oily. And it's kind of like the the skin's job is to create oil. That's one of the the jobs of the skin Mm -hmm. to lubricate and protect the skin. Mm -hmm. Right. And if you're super oily, sometimes the hydrating and balancing products that you use will slow down your own natural oil production. But then, of course, exfoliation comes into play, too. So Mm -hmm. it's multi-layered. But... There's a product that I really, really love—an oil that, if you haven't tried it yet for oily skin specifically, I think it's a home run. Okay, it's from. Do you know the brand Fortuna Skin? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Have you tried the oil? I love it. I haven't tried the oil, but I've I tried it. the
1: day and the night cream, and it's just like heaven. I was like, this is so expensive, but it's so nice.
0: It's a gorgeous so line, worth it through and through. But yeah. the oil for me is like it's beautiful. So. The reason it's great for oily skin is it's part Mm -hmm. olive oil and part olive leaf water. Okay. So you have the hydrating and the moisturizing component. So you shake it to suspend the water and the oil together. So that helps achieve balance for the skin. And for most oily skin types, you're actually really dehydrated. Mm. So the fact that it has that olive water component, olive Mm -hmm. leaf water, that helps to balance and hydrate. And a ton of my acne clients are on that product. No issue. Mm -hmm. And it smells good.
2: Yeah, that's I've, such I, a great brand. I hit bottom with it. it you, it's you, an empty for the, me. The oil specifically? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And the essence. I love the... Yeah, the, the micellar essence. The micellar essence is so good as well. I have a question yeah. since you're a fan of face massaging. Have you ever considered the buccal facial? Did you ever think about doing it? What are your thoughts on this? So this is the one where you in, go inside in, the inside the mouth, the yeah, mouth and French. massage the cheeks.
0: Yeah, I've had it done, and I've yeah. I play with it on like friends and family. Okay, <laughs> I think it's amazing. You, I mean, everything has like can hold tension, right? Right, and you can feel like the fascia releasing, like when you're massaging somebody mm. in that way. It's a little weird. If you have like a bad gag reflex or you hate the dentist, it's probably not for you. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. I I noticed that my face looked like a little bit more snatched after I've had it done. Yeah, Um, I'm definitely not an expert in it, but I'm playing with it because it's interesting and people want to do it.
2: Yeah. I feel like it wasn't exactly COVID proof. You know?
0: Yeah. 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 I
2: don't, I feel bad for the aestheticians who doubled down on it. As somebody who's had it done myself, I hate it. You do? I do. Was I, it too painful or? I hated it. Or... It was really painful. I found it really painful. It's not
0: comfortable. It
2: was not comfortable at yeah. all. And I felt like afterwards, my, I just felt like my face had been abused. Like, not, you know, there's a bit of that gut sometimes. Maybe it's just as a beauty editor or whatever, but I'm just like, It didn't, I just had a feeling it didn't give me any benefits. That was Mm. my
1: sense. That was my sense. My thing is like, it's probably like when, you know when you get reflexology done for the first time and you almost kick the lady in the face (laughs) by accident because Mm -hmm. you're like, oh my God, like it hurts so much. Yeah, I feel like it's over time. If you keep doing it, it's not so bad. I think that that's probably the case with the buckle massage. Yeah, Maybe, maybe. I Um.
2: don't know. That was just me, but (laughs) I also have like very sensitive skin and Mm. I have broken capillaries and stuff. So I'm very cautious of things that hurt.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, we, we got the oil recommendation for oily skin. What would you recommend for facial massage if you're like drier or mm-hmm. you have more texture on your skin? Is there a product that you love?
0: So again, for tuna, have you tried the balm? No. Okay. That balm, it's the blue one. It's okay. like a hard, con- like pressed oil, basically. Oh. Super nourishing, very healing, reparative. I always say that it's like that 911 product you want to have in your medicine cabinet because it's good for like scrapes, burns, cuts. They actually did a It's actually fine for acne too. They did Mm -hmm. a a study with Accutane users and it helped minimize the side effects. Okay. So it reduces redness. It's great if you have a flyaway cuticle, whatever. It's just that catch-all, but it's it's a little bit richer than the oil. The oil is going to be more absorbent, of course, because it has that water component. But the balm is just like decadent, rich, and I'm obsessed with it.
2: Mm. Okay. I think people will want to know, because you probably have a very highly curated top shelf at home. What else is on your skincare top shelf?
0: Oh, my gosh. I mean, so (sighs) it changes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. it, It does change. And I'm fortunate enough to have skin that is pretty like stable, right? Like I don't freak out if I try something new. So that's really fortunate. Mm. I don't recommend everybody to do mm-hmm. that, but because I have the knowledge and I know what to do in case of like an oh shit yeah. moment, like I can, I can figure it out. Yeah. So other brands that I'm a big fan of Skin Better Science. Have you heard of it? Yeah, I've heard of it. Skin Better it. in my opinion, one of the most results warranting medical grade brands that has ever been on the market. And I find it to be I find their formulations just be incredibly anti-aging. They actually Mm. have patents on a lot of their formulas and they've created technologies and they've created molecules that haven't been on the market before. Mm. So in terms of anti-aging, I think that they've really nailed it. So I have a lot of skin better on my shelf. The two products that I can't get enough of from them is the... Alto Advanced Serum. Okay. So it's a vitamin C, but it has extra DNA repair properties to it. So it actually makes your skin kind of age in reverse. Hmm. And okay, then I'm listening. <laughs> for neck creams, which are so finicky and people invest money in neck creams and never see anything. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to butcher this, but to break it down for you, they found a way to harness your body's own nitric oxide uptake. Hmm. And nitric oxide is like what's what makes Viagra work. Right. So it's like, okay. it's like giving your neck a boner. So you're, yeah. you're increasing circulation. You're getting all of this energy to flow to the area. And I'm telling mm. you, like, I'll give it to somebody four days later. They're like, I don't know if this is me just being weird, but I swear the necklines are, are decreased. Is it for necklines or sagging? It's for firming and for the lines. Okay. I'm sold. It's in the cart. The before and afters on <laughs> it are are amazing. So I I definitely am all about it. And I always say neck cream is the new eye cream. Like start on it before you need it because mm. when it catches up with you, it's like great. Right, like, what do we do? Yeah. So I'm using a neck cream. I'm a big fan of it. And then other top shelfers is clinical. Mm-hmm obsessed. Yeah. Yeah, all the facialists are into the
2: Is clinical.
0: It works. It's reliable. It's it's one of those lines where it has all of the clinical backing, but mm-hmm. they use botanically derived ingredients, so it's natural and clinical at the mm-hmm. same time. So especially for like a woman that's of childbearing age, like a lot of times when you get pregnant or you're nursing, mm-hmm. you have to take away the retinol and you have to take away the acids, but because it's so natural and all of their ingredients are plant-based, You can get the results without having to like take, you know, take yourself off of a certain routine and then get back on. So it's just one of those lines that it works, it delivers great results and it's Mm. gentle yet effective.
2: Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Sorry, did you mention one product in particular from them that you like if you were to you know, if there's what's the gateway?
0: Okay. Well, I think the gateway is probably their active serum. It's a little blue bottle, a dropper, and it's acid. It's Mm -hmm. like tingly and amazing, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. best glow ever. But I have to say, their warming honey cleanser is a real treat. Mm. So it's actually honey and it has enzymatic properties. Mm. It's a humectant, so it's balancing, moisturizing, nourishing, healing—all the things. That and it sounds it's, amazing for winter. Yeah, it's a great one for winter, and it'll eat away all the dead skin. Mm-hmm. Can sensitive skin use it as well? Absolutely. Oh, Honey is so healing and anti-inflammatory. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then they have a really good body lotion, which I feel like is like an unsung hero of the line. Mm. It's very thin, but like the most moisturizing oh. lotion you've ever felt on the body. And it has okay. acids in it, which exfoliates. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any other top shelf?
2: Yeah. Mask? I'm curious about, because you mentioned earlier, Kojic, like stuff for melasma, mm-hmm. what would, would be more specific products that you we might
0: find in your Sanity? Yeah. So the Alto Advanced Serum from Skin Butter is, you have to have a vitamin C serum in your routine if you have melasma. There's another product I use from a brand called DMK. They have melanotech drops, it's called. And it's a ton of highly concentrated pigment inhibiting ingredients. That help to suppress the pigment production, okay. so I use that. Another one from Jan Marini, it's called Luminate Lotion MD. It is pigment inhibiting ingredients plus retinol, so you're t- you're basically suppressing the melanocytes you're like chilling them out giving them a xanax and at the same time lifting all the dead from the the deeper layers of the skin so then it evens and makes the whole skin look brighter okay so that's a big one for me too so really for melasma and pigment you need to have pigment inhibitors you need a vitamin c you need a retinol in the evening and always sunscreen yeah
1: yeah
0: what is the sunscreen well people think i'm weird but i use three sunscreens every morning and they're for different reasons. Okay. So the first one goes on my face is is Clinical Extreme Protect SPF 30. And it's because it has antioxidants in it. It's also moisturizing. And then, of course, it has the sunscreen for it. So I love that because... For me, my skin doesn't need an additional moisturizer. So I'll do my serums and then I mm. use the Extreme Protect SPF 30 and I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. But because I have other needs, then I do another layer. So my next layer is the super goop glow screen. Have you tried it? Yeah. So it's like a it's like a brightening illuminating, it has mm-hmm. a pearlescent effect mm-hmm. on yeah, it. That's um, that
1: radiant AF layer.
0: Mm-hmm. Radiant <laughs> AF. Yeah. We gotta have it. Mm-hmm. So that's my next layer, and it's really just to give the skin a glow. And I think that's all I have on my face right now, Mm -hmm. but it was put on way earlier. So I always wear that because it just brings life to the skin. It's pretty. Mm -hmm. And then my last step is from Skin Better there. It is called Sun Better Tinted. It's a compact actually. So it's a compact sunscreen. It twists and it's instead of powder, it's like a really thin cream. I use a kabuki brush to buff it on. and. Even though it's like, it's not a makeup, it's not a tinted moisturizer, it evens the skin so well, even for someone like me with the melasma that Mm -hmm. it blurs imperfections. You look even and people are like, what makeup are you wearing? And I'm like, it's just sunscreen. And they're shocked because it looks so good. Is it tinted or no? Yeah, it comes in a a clear formula and a tinted. I think it's SPF 68. So very high, fully mineral for people that have that debate with what sunscreen is good and bad. I think the best sunscreen is the one that you'll use. Totally. So I'm a believer. Actually, you
2: think it's all the ones to you. 3 of them to You from <laughs> whammy. It's not an either or people. It's an and. <laughs> right. Yeah,
0: why
1: not? And exactly. is that that sounds very like I don't know the brand that you like I don't I'm not familiar with the brand mm-hmm. that you just mentioned, but that sounds like very much a K-beauty kind of idea. Yeah. With like the compact with the the brush and putting it It's very it on cool. I need to try this. Yeah, this is Carly. I was just like, Carleen is mentally oh, going. I'm, I'm getting already, that. I'm like, check, 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 <laughs> check, check, check. All of those things. Yes. Okay. And what do you think is the most overrated product that gets tons of love on Instagram and stuff? And you're just like, people are throwing Bin away, it. Throwing away it. their money.
0: Oh, geez. I don't know if I want to name Go part. ahead. Drag. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, only if you want to, but I think, okay. I think you can. Well, I'm not going to name names, yeah, you but you can probably code. figure it out. I just find $300 hyaluronic acid serums to be bullshit. She'll <laughs> just spit out her Down you know Valley yep, spring yep, water. Yep, yep, Here's yep, the thing: yes. hyaluronic acid isn't that intelligent or expensive of a molecule mm-hmm. to warrant that price tag. Right. So for me, I just don't, I feel like it's. Of course, you get to a certain level. You make a brand. We're all in this business to make money in some capacity, right? Mm-hmm. But like ripping people off when it's yeah. like really a $7 situation. Like, yeah, yeah. I just don't like that. I completely agree with you. I'll name yeah. a name. It's, oh, really? Yeah. I just feel like if you're spending $300, you want it to go towards peptides, growth factors, things yeah. that are going to impact the skin. Hyaluronic acid isn't that crazy, and it's in a lot of other products. Yeah.
2: Right. You were just about to name a name yeah. before yeah. I cut you off. What, okay. what was it?
0: I hate, and I will say this with conviction, mm. and I really don't care. No one's going to be offended because it's a big, huge company. It's not personal. I hate the SkinCeuticals Antioxidant Serums.
2: Oh! <gasps> The C ferulic, I hate it. Sing it. <laughs> I've
0: never heard this in my
1: life Let's before. Hear it. This is like a, a staple for me, but really? I want to hear everything oh you God, have to get say. This I, video. I'm girl. not. I'm not offended whatsoever. I'm very interested.
0: Okay. First and foremost, it smells like hot dog water. True. It Stinks. does. It does. Okay. That is um, no. Vitamin C's are very finicky you know, and the ingredients in this product, when you open it, it oxidizes. I'm sure you've Mm -hmm. experienced a Mm -hmm. bottle where it changes color completely. It's just not a stable product. Mm -hmm. So I find that it to be maybe not so effective Mm -hmm. once you get to the middle or end of the bottle. I don't like how it feels on the skin. I know from doing research that there's plenty of products on the market that do what those products claim to do and Mm -hmm. they do it better because there's third-party testing that compares these things. And they can show better skin radiance, better skin health, all the claims that they make, whatever, Mm -hmm. they they compare them. And so it rates here and then some of the other products rate up here. So Mm -hmm. once again, back to how much you're spending on a product. It's an expensive product. It's around $200. Mm -hmm. If I'm spending $200, I want the product to be stable. I want it to be effective. Mm -hmm. I want to see results. And you know what? That product came out in like, I don't know, early 2000s. Mm -hmm. The industry has advanced so far we have crazy technologies for delivery systems and yep. coat the cells and really protect. So I like to nerd out on the science and I, not so much the ingredients, but I want to know about the formulation to me when that came out. And when I was first an esthetician in like 2005, I was like, holy shit, this is a breakthrough. This is the coolest yep. thing that has ever happened. What, what year are we in now?
1: Uh, 2022.
0: Yeah. Here we are. I just think it is a thing of the past. It had its moment. People don't want to let it die. It hasn't
2: stood the test of time, you're saying. well, Because there's other cheaper
1: things that are just as good or better. Well,
0: maybe not cheaper, but Mm -hmm. there's formulas that do so much more for Mm -hmm. the skin. And it stood the test of time with the masses. But when you talk to a a professional, a lot of them are going to be, has been, Oh, the real
2: talk. Love it. And so these other ones you're saying are better. You, they're the ones you've mentioned this, already. The
0: Skin Better Alto yeah. Advanced Serum. I mean, it blows me away. I just think that the formulation is incredible. People see a result with their skin. It feels good. It doesn't have the gross okay. smell. It's stable in an airtight container. Okay. So, and it's around the same price. Hey, okay. Hot
1: take. I love it. This is front Candace. page news right here. Yeah. Okay. Wow. You are the LA facialist after all. So, you know... We also need to know about glowing from the inside out. I'm sure you're getting all your clients are probably getting cold pressed juice on their way to see you. So, how much of glowing skin, in your opinion, is an inside job? Because you always see your
0: models backstage fashion week. It's just water, you know. And you're like, what? Yeah. So, what? What's your opinion? Okay. So another hot take: what, drinking water doesn't hydrate your skin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. The Here's the thing. We need to have minerals within the cells to hold on to water. Mm-hmm. So the more water you drink, obviously, I'm not telling people don't drink water. You need yeah. to drink water, right? The more water you drink, you're actually just flushing. You're not retaining and you're not actually hydrating. So, of course, we need it to to like process like flow through the body. we We need water. Yeah. our faces are exposed to all the elements, the sun, the pollution. Mm -hmm. In LA, we have horrible water quality. Mm -hmm. So, our skin is being stripped. So, drinking water, the last place that's going to benefit is the face, right? Mm -hmm. So, I like to recommend hydrating products. I do like hyaluronic acid. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's bad, but not that expensive of one. So, things like that are topical hydrators is what's going to lock in the hydration. But yes, we need water for our guts, for our brains, for Mm -hmm. our blood. We need water, of course. But It's not people are like, I'm drinking all the water and it's not happening. It's like, okay, well, what are you doing to exfoliate Mm. your skin? What are you moisturizing with? And then, of course, diet relates. I'm not a dietitian. I'm not an expert. I have a naturopathic doctor and Mm -hmm. she tells me all the things for the skin that I should be using for me. So I always like people to like estheticians. Yeah, a lot of us do have a knowledge of it, but we're not the experts. So I like to go to an expert. I appreciate that honest response because
1: there's so many like... This is my next question. It's like, we get asked about this a lot, just like supplements for glowing skin. I feel like this has exploded in the last five years, whether it's a powder or, you know, gummies, gummies, yeah, (laughs) all of these things. And is there like a cocktail of vitamins that you think really makes a difference? I don't mean a brand name necessarily, but more like, is it taking milk thistle and vitamin D together and vitamin C or what's your take? Have you seen any results? Or Yeah.
0: And there's so many brands out there now and it's like, what mm-hmm. is this? Again, I go to my naturopath and I'm like, Dr. Sam, like, mm-hmm. what do I take? What do I do? Because I'm not the expert and I really don't know. And so obviously it will depend on each person's own like yeah. condition mm-hmm. and their blood and whatever. So I recommend that. But mm-hmm. a fun fact, Accutane, the medication for acne is mm-hmm. a high dose of vitamin A. And so, with some of my clients, of course, I'm not giving medical advice at all. I'm like, Accutane is vitamin A. If you Mm -hmm. find yourself taking vitamin A, there are studies that show that taking a higher dose of vitamin A can help the acne process, like Mm -hmm. internal retinol, basically. So, that can help. What else do I like? I I like vitamin D because I'm such a sunscreen junkie and I don't yeah. get sun that I need yeah. the internal yeah. vitamin D and I had mine tested and it was like deadly low. Me
1: too. Yeah. Me too. I take I take. Do you pay for the extra test to no. get the vitamin? I do. No. And yeah. like it is quite shocking like how much really? extra they like prescribe you basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's my problem. Well, it's definitely it definitely helps. So we just want to ask you before we head out, what's next for you? What's happening in 2023? I understand you
0: have lots that's going on. So maybe there's a sneak peek. So much is happening. And I haven't like made this public knowledge, but I'll just drop the bomb here. It's exciting. (laughs) So I'm building a new office. Okay. So I'm right now in an amazing work relationship and office. One of my best friends is a plastic surgeon. His name is Charles Galanis. And we built the coolest space. It's in Beverly Hills. And we're like office roommates. It's it's his office. Like his name's on the Mm -hmm. lease, but I'm like his sub sublessy, Right. Sub-lessee? Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's me. So I have a room there and it's been wonderful, but I, my business has slowly grown. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's quickly grown and I'm like busting out of the seams. Mm-hmm. So I need more space. So in divine timing, mm-hmm. right when I was looking, a space storefront level right across the street from where I'm at now became available. I'm in the process of gutting it and doing it all from the ground up. Don't know how I'm going to pay for it, but yeah. here we are. Yeah. <laughs> very exciting. So that's exciting. And that's I'm hiring awesome. more staff. We'll have more facialists. We'll have people that specialize in different types of facial. You can come back and see if we can do the internal massage better uh, for you. Yeah. <laughs> so make me c- convert me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited about expanding the team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, really, I want to be a, a curated place for skin care, like from an esthetician, someone that knows the skin. So I have a lot of different brands. I like to customize routines. So Mm -hmm. it's really going to be like a concierge style skincare clinic where you can come in. We'll do the Vizia imaging, which takes the deep pictures of the skin. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's always eye opening. Yeah. And then you can actually prove like, hey, we put you on this serum two months Mm -hmm. ago. Look at the change that we've made. So Mm -hmm. it's really going to be about skin health. And of course, we'll have some other fun brands in there, too. Mm -hmm. But I'm just excited to start this new chapter. I didn't think I'd be a business owner. I definitely didn't think that I would open up a skincare clinic even where I'm at now, but then to have the storefront. I'm it doesn't feel real yet because it's it's just a construction zone at this right. point. But like yeah. sometime next year soon. it'll be it'll be there soon. Amazing. This Yay. was so fun. I
1: loved all of the real talk. And you can find Candace on Instagram at the LA Facialist. Thank Facialist. you so much. Thank, Thank you. you.